Alright, alright, what's going on, internet? It's your boy Freezy back at it again with another episode of Fresh Out the Bay, aka the Fobcast Podcast. And I'm joined here with my awesome cast members, Ari Promono, Jimmy Shu, and Georgia Sono, along with some very special guests of this evening. Could we please give a warm welcome to Jennifer Kim and Steve Huang? Woo! <laughs> Thanks for having us. This yeah. is actually my first live stream so i'm really excited to be here awesome glad to hear it so for the audience to um kind of like get to know you guys a little bit um if you are part of the subtle asian facebook world which i imagine most of you are uh you may know jennifer and steve from the zoom calls they've been hosting uh their mission is to connect people from within various facebook communities and essentially bring them together uh to meet through these zoom calls think of it almost like a curated virtual way to meet new people in those groups that you might not have met otherwise um, they're calling this project HuddleZoom, and they've collaborated with groups such as the Asian Creative Network, Subtle Asian Dating, and of course, Subtle Asians Bay Area. So Jennifer and Steve, welcome to the show. How's your day been? Good. Good. I actually Good. had like a power outage. I don't know if anybody else. Oh. Yeah. But <laughs> we're glad to be here. <laughs> oh, man. That's no a... fires, right? Yeah. Rude. No <laughs> I hope not. Are you, are you um, based out in the, uh, in the Bay Area as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Saba. <laughs> oh, that's true. But is are you like what what part of the bay are you in? South San Francisco. Oh, Yo, okay. same. Oh, Yo, wait, what that's... exit are you of? <laughs> I think we don't need to advertise. Very, very. I'm, I'm off the Westboro exit. All I'm saying. I feel like this very, is like the specific. one thing not to do on live stream. Like, <laughs> give out your location. No, that's I, live okay. a, I live across from a Bonchon, by the way. <clears throat> True. Is so. Is it? Do you know if it was just like a your house thing, or was it kind of like a, uh, kind of like a city? thing? Because I don't think I had a power outage, so I'm hoping that. Yeah, I think it's just my house thing. Like when you're running different. Or a lot of things like the heater, uh, computer, whatnot. Uh, just goes crazy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. No worries, no worries. What about you, Steve? How's your day been? Been good, man. Staying uh, at home like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Stay, staying at home, he says, as he's in his car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I got caught at the grocery. You didn't set a shelter. Oh, that's true, that's true. That's all. <laughs> so, um, just to kind of get the. Club, but it'll do. Wait, what's up? <laughs> Not a Tesla, but it'll be. Have you heard like the Teslas? Like, like no like bacteria or like viruses can come through their car. Oh, yeah, I heard no. about like special like <laughs> remote set too. Yeah. Huh. But I heard, yeah. They can like remote set the car temperature. It's camping mode though. Cybertruck. Cybertruck camping mode. It's not. It's not wrecking ball proof though. You remember that? That's true. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if any car is wrecking ball proof. <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> not, not with that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, so kind of just to get the conversation started, um, obviously the topics that we're kind of covering is mostly uh, online interactions um, that can range from like online dating to online communities to online friends, like how we are right now. Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to kind of get the conversation started, um, I was one, uh, we were wondering um, what is your most unique or unexpected experience um, or, or unexpected ways that you've kind of like made a friend online? And this is open to the live chat box as well. So if you're a viewer and you'd like to chime in, let us know. What's uh, your kind of like unique way you made a friend online? Would anyone like to go first? <laughs> sure, I'll go well, first. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, I'm totally talking over I'm going to take me No, actually, you know what? Lady... Go ahead. No, you're good. Ladies first. So Georgia, if you'd like well, to take the Well, the lady insists. Okay, you sure? 
That was risky. Omega, yeah, <laughs> Omega was a really. What about you, time. Steve? What do you got? Okay, okay. Uh, for me, I would say the most unique or the most interesting thing from uh, like friend I've met online is just through like video games, like everyone else. True. Um, but like one in particular, there's one game. Has anyone played Art Survival? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one is that like, dinosaurs? definitely like real life type of game i feel mm, <laughs> and yeah, yeah uh it's like you create tribes and stuff and i just got close with a few few people from that tribe and like we we're just like trying to survive in this game and i think we, i logged like i don't know 700 hours or something in the, over a summer nice. oh man and, that's crazy and <laughs> yeah yeah i just got really addicted into one of these games and uh the people i met there they're like really nice and like you end up like getting really close to people from your tribe and that's right. definitely be like the, one of the more interesting uh, friendships that I made online and, and like through the video games, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Have you have you guys ever met like in real life someone that you met online that like didn't live in like your local community? Yes. Oh. How'd that um, go? What? So, uh, I was going to school in New York at the time, and <clears throat> I had a buddy. We met online. He's from Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And so one day he flew to New York, and we were just like chilling in New York, walking from like chinatown all the way to midtown Damn, and sick. basically you know the vibes were exactly the same because we got along really well on my nose like, yeah nothing was different personally. that's good yeah um my recent experience with that was actually i lol i wonder if they're in the chat but <laughs> but um i actually um met someone through instagram and we became like really good friends and we kind of like had a thing over last summer for a little bit um, but we only met because like, oh, she's, she's in Greek life and she's also Indonesian. And I was like, oh, I'll follow. She's cute. And then we started talking and then, um, I had a gap before my semester started. So, and I just felt like traveling. So I was like, ah. so I flew out from San Francisco to meet her in Denver, which is kind of a risky move. I'm not exactly, I'm not exactly, um, <laughs> recommending that people just kind of like travel on a whim to well, meet someone they've never met. Yeah. But like prior, like prior to that, like we've, you know, we FaceTimed all the time. We messaged all the time. So it's kind of like. You know, we, we broke down a lot of those barriers of, like, meeting someone. Yeah. So by the time that we met in person, like, it, it was still a little weird, but, like, we hit it off instantly. So, um, yeah, it's I cool mean, that we can do that it's, nowadays. It's really good if you have, like, an excuse to go. So one thing I did a lot was, like, so I met a bunch of people in the hackathon, hackathon scene, like, okay. online first. So, like, hackathon hackers and then, like, long story, but it was a place called Cirque du Twerk. Okay. So I would, like, meet up with random people at hackathons be like, yo, I saw you shitfesting online. <laughs> nice. I like your memes. So it's like, as it usually goes, it's just cool. like, yo, your memes are fire. And so it's just like, you team up, you get, you build something together as a team. And then it's like, it's a good way to like get to know each other. So that is true. That's something that's that true. I personally really like doing a lot. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So before we segue onto yeah. uh, the next kind of topic, uh, we want to come back into the segment that we introduced last week called community commercials. So basically, what community commercials are is uh, we ask people of the Bay Area community, hey, do you have any businesses or startups that you might need like help with exposure? Like we'd like to kind of give you that platform on this show. Nothing's paid completely free. It's just an ad for you to kind of like give people uh, the help they need. So this week's community commercial is the Bento Box, which is a local restaurant here in the Bay Area. Um, the Bento Box is a mom and daughter restaurant that brings a taste of Taiwanese food or Taiwanese fast food, excuse me, to the Bay Area. If you're fixing for a Taiwanese style pork chops or jupai, their fried chicken Bento Box, then you've got to give them a visit. Uh, they also sell um, frozen dumplings, 
pot stickers and chai pockets so you can cook them up whenever you want at home. They also have a buy 10 get 1 free prepaid cards to sweeten the deal. Uh, you can reach them via Uber Eats to get it delivered, or you can also pick it up at their restaurant at 2238 Barber Court in uh, Mil Milpitas, California. Is it Milpitas? I'm new here. Milpitas. Milpitas. Got it. Milpitas. I think it is. I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong. If, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to. I'm just going to assume below. you're correct. <laughs> but yeah, so finally, um, before we wrap up, uh, the Bento Block is also partnering with the Taiwanese American professionals of the Bay Area to donate meals to the frontline health workers at the Santa Clara Hospital. As of right now, that organization has already raised over $700. Can we just give a round of applause for that, please? Thank you. Thank wow. you. I, I need a soundboard so that we don't have to, like, applause. Um, but anyway, yeah, they'll be, they'll be delivering the, the, their first batch on Tuesday, May 12th. So make sure you get your orders in by then. And now, back to the show. So, <laughs> segueing, uh, segueing kind of um, off of that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, back to okay, COVID. Yeah. I, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's racist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, who's to say we can't be racist towards one another? I'm just saying. Anyway, wait. Off topic. I just don't throw that one away. Um, let's focus on Jennifer um, and Steve's uh, kind of initiative with Huddle Zoom. Um, so we were wondering, like, what kind of inspired you to create like this whole project? Like, was it like a research thing for school, or is it just something that you wanted to bring people together? Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, quarantine has been two months now already, <laughs> and um, I, I was at home. I was starting to get bored of like talking with the same people, um, and so I turn to social media since that's really the only outlet we have to make new friends gotcha um and yeah facebook algorithm one day <laughs> suggested <laughs> hey you should join saba you should join another group called asian creative network um and the okay. list goes on i've joined so many groups now <laughs> that i can't keep track <laughs> right, right. um it's like yeah, every but... notification you can <laughs> exactly <laughs> and gotta boost this um but yeah being an introvert like I'm pretty shy. I don't post that actively on social media. I typically like to scroll and comment. Um, and so when you have like these really large groups of thousands of people, I was wondering if you could um, bring them in smaller groups. It's sort of like, and a lot of like public school kids can relate to this. I went to uh, Cal, so I can totally relate where wow, you have- go Bears. Go Bears, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where you have like these gigantic classes of thousands of people um, and you probably, you know, on a good day, talk with a few. <laughs> um, and yeah, and <laughs> I, I really cherish like the friendships that I came out with them, um, like the very close, like-minded, like maybe group of three or four friends that yeah. you stick through the class together with. Um, and so with that in mind, I was really inspired to bring um, small group virtual hangouts to these really mm. large online communities. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was crazy because I posted on Asian Creative Network yeah. and I just hollered with like the cute background that Facebook now offers. And I was like, hey, I'm organizing um, groups of two or four virtual hangouts. Who's interested? And then overnight, I got 300 comments of wow. people saying, yeah, like That's count crazy. me in, sign me up. And so, yeah, I created this 
tailored matchmaking service for any online community, whether it be Saba or Asian Creative Network. And it's easy as like members fill out the survey. Um, our algorithm matches you based on interests and preferences. And mm. then we take care of the scheduling so you can cut to the chase of meeting. Yeah. And that, that's super awesome. Yeah. So um, was it, what was like the first one you did? Because I know, because I, I've seen them on my newsfeed. I've actually taken part in one of them, which is super awesome, by the way. Um, but yeah, I saw yeah. That, How'd it go? I want to know. It was <laughs> so much fun because, um, so mine wasn't like the blind dating one. Mine was uh, the, the one for the Asian Creative Network where um, we were paired up in like a group of four and like there were like two photographers, but then there was like someone that was like um, studying fashion design and then one that was um that went to like dj school which was super cool um i didn't Wait, djing I, school like the like yeah that's cool yeah. yeah so like so it's, it's <laughs> down in la um and it was super cool and what was even better was that like two of us lived in the bay area and the other two lived in socal so we were all in california and we we're like oh we should totally meet up nice and it was super cool because like um we although we kind of delved in like different mediums of uh, creative art we were able to kind of like Ha like find a lot of common ground and find inspiration in like different aspects because even me and the other guy who was a photographer like i mainly did like portrait and fashion photography and he mainly did landscapes so we were able to like learn a lot about each other and it was such an awesome conversation only scheduled for an hour and we went like over two and a half so it was super cool um but yeah so on that note do you guys have like any like awesome success stories or like horrible like horror stories about your experience yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's oh. good to hear that you had a good time um honestly i haven't heard of any horror stories i think Keep it's it because we're I'm like sorry. <laughs> i think it's sorry. Because, yeah caveat i think it's because we haven't tapped into feedback for how the blind dates went uh, i think those have juicier oh, yeah, stories than, like i guess i guess right? anyway yeah i, I got you on that yeah you Ooh. can't meet them yet yeah, <laughs> move on, let's move on to ari he has some <laughs> ari has some yeah. insight I, Story time. I signed up uh for two rounds of the blind dating one uh the first round was really good you know i, I got to like meet this person who lives about 20 minutes away from me and we talked oh, nice. about like literature we talked about ourselves we talked about professional league of legends for half an hour oh, and cool. the second time you know i met someone or i matched with someone from australia so it was 11 o'clock in the morning at my time and it was two o'clock in the morning at her time mm. but we ended up staying up for two hours just wow you know sharing wow. the different cultural differences between australia wow. and the united states and so much more so it was really fun it was really fun damn that sounds so just yeah. curious like blind dates are two people and then the other ones are four, right? Just curious, like, so do you have blind dates for four? Like, four people, like, two guys, two girls? Like, how does it really work for you? Like, how do you, like, pick how many or what's the number? Like, what's the, like, usual, like, group, like, numbers that we usually guys deal with? I'm just curious. I don't know. All right. So previously, we did, um, we tried everything, actually. So we did one-on-one -on -one blind dates. And then we also did try, like, the bring a friend, like, group. Date, like <laughs> four people and like you come with a buddy wait no wait sorry not, not to cut you off but it would be really funny if you brought along a friend as a third wheel like they're in the zoom call but they but they like shut off their camera they're just there listening <laughs> dude they're there for morals pro like, you got this Here, you, you got this <laughs> my, my, my friend mr nsa just has to listen in 
Man, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, it worked. I don't know. It's like, I sound like a third wheel to me. I don't know about you guys, but like, it's like like a mom listening in the back on the phone, you know, when you called, you know. Yeah, no, no. It was more, it was like much more planned out. It was when you signed up, you have to um, sign your friends up too. And we, Uh, yeah, we grouped. um, So you would sign up and then only like the same gendered group mm-hmm. can sign up together so that okay. we don't have like a group of four blind date with like a <laughs> mismatch number, right? Like that's right, right. <laughs> so, right, yeah, right, that's right. like that's like Silicon Valley. Like yeah, logistically yeah, that could be a nightmare, I can imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um we tried that. Um but yeah I think what really stuck out to me was the beauty of like the power of four when it came to making friends. Okay. I think Breezy, yeah, alluded to it really well too, that um, there's so many touch points you can get when you have a group of four. And, okay. you know, if somebody doesn't show up, you still have a squad to talk with. Um, I had actually a group of just uh, women who are looking for more girlfriends. Um, and that was a really blessed space to just get to know each other and yeah, it's great because the technology is there, but also everyone's open mindedness is there. Okay. Um, and I think, That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you... Like I don't know. I can always use my girlfriends. Like I know that's who I am. You know, it's like because going to school, going to work. You know, it's really hard to like you know carve out time just to like focus on like making friends. And like you know when you yeah. go to bars, when you go out, you're not really thinking about I'm gonna make a friend right now. It's more like I just wanna have fun. Yeah. But I no, guess like yeah. I don't know. It's, it's nice. I don't know. I love it. I. I know I'm gonna sign up for next week, so maybe you guys do as well. <laughs> no, yeah, it, we do yeah. like really silly things. We do like at home DIY mask night. Wow. Yeah, no, I think this is a great outlet in general because obviously like it's it's yeah. best right now just because everyone's home in general and no one has an outlet to literally, you know, make friends. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed banana bread. Right. But I've noticed that a lot of people <laughs> actually have trouble making friends in real life like after you know post-graduation whether it be like high school or college right because like um i met someone not gonna name their name but i met someone who recently moved to the bay as well got their dream job and like like in the company they want to work for and everything but like they don't really they didn't really spend the time in college to like learn how to like make new friends and stuff so um Mm -hmm. they kind of struggle like they don't they don't really feel like going out to the bars or going to festivals or shows or anything like that so a platform like this is actually still very beneficial to a lot of people even outside of quarantine yeah Yeah. i can totally relate like i am a super introvert when it comes to making friends um and so i've always struggled in college because the turnaround of like semester classes once you get to know somebody (laughs) it's like you got to keep up with them and yeah um but yeah i think like through virtual calls, you get the benefit of quickly talking with somebody and getting mm-hmm. to know them. And then you can quickly turn the switch to meet in person after quarantine's over. Yes, after <laughs> yeah. quarantine's over. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a question I want to post to all of you, but how do you all weigh the idea of going on online dates during COVID-19 times? Um, what do you guys think? What, well, I mean, so- first date versus like in general, or just like I don't know, like for me at least. I think the way like- how personally on a on all of you, how would you handle dating in online if if you had to? 
I mean, I okay, so I can kind of speak on this just because I've I've recently was in an, uh, a long distance relationship um, with like an old friend from Florida or an ex from Florida, I guess. Um, which is, I feel like, similar to like online dating as it is now, because it's essentially a, a lot of our communication and our interaction is like through texts and stuff, and like and like you know FaceTime and stuff. So I feel like it kind of depends on the person. If you're someone who you know, if one of your lang- love languages is like uh, quality time and physical touch, like you are gonna really have a rough time, aka me. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's actually my top two. Send help right yeah. now. Yeah, but I, I learned <laughs> I learned how to live with it because I know that like um you know my girlfriend at the time she was about to finish nursing school and she's got like all these clinicals and exams she has to do and I just started like my internship with Boba guys and like we had like a lot of projects going on and I had school so. Imagine if, like, she lived, like, five minutes away from me down the block. Like, that's, like, an an easy excuse for, for me to be, like, oh, I'm just going to go over to my girlfriend's house today and not do my work and not work on my projects and not focus on what I need to focus. So it was good to have, like, that limited interaction because we kind of, like, gave each other space to focus on ourselves. But we still, like, made up the time to, like, visit each other every month. Like, we would take turns. Like, I would fly mm-hmm. to um, Orlando. And they, she would fly to, like, San Francisco. Like, every month we would, like, switch back and forth. So, it kind of worked. And I feel like it can still, like, that kind of concept can still work now. It just depends on, like, who you are as a person and, like, where you are in life. It's kind of like, yeah. What about you guys? True. <laughs> I don't know. I think for, you know, just, I think one thing that, co- I first of all, it sucks. Um, it's, you know, you don't, you have a lot of limitations in what you can do. But what I've personally observed is that you have to really communicate, you know, whether yes. it is texting each other, keeping in touch with each other. I feel like if you're a couple, you know, your relationship is tested a lot more than other circumstances because, you know, it's easy to not want to respond to them. It's easy to kind of forget about them, but to always, you know, constantly make that initiative to c- contact them, I think is something that, I don't know. I think I didn't realize how like I knew communication was important, yeah. but it wasn't until COVID when I realized, oh my, oh my gosh, if I really don't make the effort, if I don't really try, it's really going to die in COVID. And I yeah. think relationships that were meant to fail, I think COVID kind of made it fail faster. Relationships <laughs> that were meant to succeed. It expedited like, the process. Oh, oh, shout outs shout out to COVID-19, you know? I mean, it's you make it, right? I don't know, like, like, you know, couples that want to get married, they're together, they're quarantined together. They're yeah. actually stuck with each other for like 24 hours a day for weeks at a time. I think that kind of makes forces them to think, you know, can I really marry this person? I think yeah. we are potentially preventing a lot of like divorces that, you know, were meant to happen later. We're preventing oh. them. So I think it's a, Dang. I don't know, it's a life. You know, <laughs> I know, got dark. But Wait, what do that, you no, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it does make sense. How I see it. it could yeah. be like creating divorces too that, you know, for marriages. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we think about it. I mean, if that's true, the flip side is true. That, yeah, well, no, for sure. <laughs> So actually, I have a que- I have a question to kind of piggyback back, yeah, piggyback on that as well. Um, on the subject of like uh, relationships into marriages, like do you guys like when you date someone, like do you only get into a relationship if you aim to get married, or do you also like casually get into relationships as well to kind of like? Because some people kind of just do it to like, I don't know, for the fun of it, but they're not really thinking about marriage. Like, what do you guys think? I think putting too much pressure on marriage actually can like demolish the relationship. So I think it's actually better to not go in with like 
hi, we are getting there <laughs> tomorrow. We're getting there. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> like, on, Let's right do. It. So it's like like that much pressure is just like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's okay. very true. Okay. That's very that's true. That's a lot. Yeah. So it's like I, you know, I feel like where's the door? <laughs> where's the door like I can't, you know? fuck that where's the window that i'm gonna jump out <laughs> no, that way no. uh, a marriage license is only 50 dollars, by the way Damn. really Dang. how much is a divorce license uh, <laughs> uh, come uh, we're not being very positive are we <laughs> jesus you, know, you make it right to be no. the best or worth 50 bucks to rent. i suppose i mean it's i, mean, I guess it's cool to like have that concept though because i feel like it's because it's not a normal thing like everywhere in the world right especially in certain parts of asia where you still have like arranged marriages and stuff and oh, yeah, yeah it, like which is like super interesting because well, like, i like i could never imagine like cause I, I, my yeah. mo- I know my mom is watching right now but one time she joked about <laughs> it one time she joked about it she's just like no like i i know this girl and i'm like mom <laughs> you know, like, i can't even life. have my mom pick my outfit you know or my shoes or anything my hair color right why would i let my mom pick my like significant others like what do <laughs> like and the thing is like on the flip side my parents were kind of arranged ish so okay. like i get where it's coming from yeah but at the same time i don't know i just i feel like certain traditions had good intentions but yeah, you know just how things like evolution happens, things change. I think the whole concept of marriage kind of changes as well. Yeah. I know I, when I was eight, when I was probably around like 21 ish, my dad's like, you know, hey, you know, you, you're getting older, you know, your golden years are going by. It's <laughs> oh time, God. you know, you start dating <laughs> for marriage. You have to be a little more serious in who you pick and all that. And I was like, <laughs> you know, have you guys <laughs> ever heard the quote? If you aren't dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak. Have you guys ever heard that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it before, but I don't believe in it. I, yeah. I think mm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with that because I feel like I feel like if you really think about it, every relationship experience, like, there's always a takeaway. You might not see yeah, it exactly. Yeah, you might not. Yeah, you might not see it, but like after the fact, you're like, oh, they really taught me to be X Y Z, or yeah. or or at the very least, you learned what you don't want in a relationship. Like yes, That's like yeah, a exactly. Very, yes. Yeah. Which, which, like, on the flip side, will help you find or will help you realize what you do want out of a relationship. Like, every heartbreak always has its yeah. lessons. But I don't, I don't think that you would... I don't, I don't agree with, like, the fact that, like, you're, you're dating for heartbreak. Though, what about you, Steve? What like... do you think? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Are you... What that? No, what, what do you think? Sorry, about what? <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> idea, the idea okay, that... Okay. The idea if you're not dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak. Or oh, something like that. I mean, no, I, 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 agree more with Freezy that like every relationship you come out with something, it's like Ariana Grande said the same thing in her song, right? Like, thank you next. What's up, me love? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like I think there is something you get out of every relationship, and every every person that you end up dating, you'll learn something from them because they're a unique human being with their own like peculiar differences, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I think, and then I think actually, like, you also learn about yourself, like, for, for everyone you date, like, I guess somewhat seriously, obviously not, like, one night stands or, like, like really short dates, but I think, uh, like, any, like, meaningful relationship or somewhat meaningful, not necessarily even, like, up to uh, marriage, Yeah, like, you come out with learning more about yourself, especially, and, like, who you even are more interested in, I think, after each one. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. And um, my my uh, Ariza, my sister is in the chat. Um, she said there's also this quote. Um, it's better to have loved and lost than not have loved at all, which I do That's agree true. with. It's like one of those things that like yeah. even outside of like relationships, it's always better to try. Uh, at anything you know like, wait you, oh i want to like try playing golf or i want to try going on these zoom mm -hmm. calls and doing double or doing these so you never dates. know right yeah you never say. know if it's like something that you oh. might be into so yeah no i agree with that definitely but, it's funny because i read this book um it's called fierce um what is it um fierce free and full of fire and it's a, it's a, it's a it's, don't judge the cut that i know i read it it's really interesting because she was talking about how relationships actually heighten in your senses bring your insecurities and start digging at past unhealed wounds and Ooh. i think yes not every relationship may lead to marriage you know because if that we will have like 20 marriages which you know it's gonna happen <laughs> but you know not what i want to do that's not what i want to do <laughs> well you never know right you could have like 20 at the same time like that's the thing too i'm but... not sure about polygamy <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm not i'm not <laughs> shitting on polygamy i just don't know if i could actually do sorry. you have the stuff to be the first husband or the third husband for you because <laughs> <laughs> i better be the first <laughs> you better be the one dude I, I, i'm a third husband I'm a third husband. You're I'm the just... third? I'm a third. <laughs> I'll be, yo, I'll be the last if it, actually, no, that's a really bad I'm, I'm pretty really good. Who gets the will, <laughs> It's not that good, Who you know? Who gets the will? Who gets the will? And the last one. <laughs> no, no, yo, the inheritance goes to the best husband. May the best husband win. Oh, you battle, yo, husband battle royale? We got that now? Hunger Games. No, instead, instead of Hunger Games, it's husband games. Husband <laughs> games. Oh, God. All right, they're doing this in Fortnite. This is horrible. This is horrible. <laughs> wait okay i know this is slightly off topic but that's a kind of a good pitch for a reality show it's like the I bachelor mean, netflix, hit us up yeah. netflix like hit us up netflix oh, <laughs> Got them last the year. Now. Nah, i'm saying I like mean, you know the, these ideas just keep coming out the wait, dome wait, wait. bro just hire me but pc <laughs> heartbreaks are expensive you have to realize that you know how much like because every time i have a heartbreak i have downtime and all that so what yeah. if we get in trouble for like hurting hearts especially yeah. like you know yeah. <laughs> i feel like women we don't we have a support group but men don't always have that yes yeah so i don't know you're gonna have a, a post show counseling service with that to go with the show to make it continue oh, oh. yeah you know what I mean? back to back series no. you know <laughs> back to back oh, part two suddenly this episode just like went into like a whole new pitch for Wait, uh, i want to ask you as a question <laughs> um and and you know i think the idea of weighing personal needs versus the greater good would you guys sneak out break out of quarantine to go see your significant other go on a date hook up anything like that this is on recording okay i, I know, know okay. Oh, nice try oh, mr fbi i, I, <laughs> I know <laughs> my answer it's, I know it's a hypothetical okay Someone's gonna be upset, so I'm like scared to answer. But like, okay, all well, I'm gonna... someone who isn't me. <laughs> someone that looks like me, like acts like me, has the same name as me. So okay, so I guess I'm not I'm not gonna completely answer, but as an as a note to everyone who because I because I've seen people hanging out with their friends, so I know at least one of you motherfuckers do it in the chat. So <laughs> so all I'm Here's saying is just know that if if you do hang out with your friends or a friend like take proper precautionary measures i've seen like groups of people hanging out but they were still like walking six feet away from each other so that was interesting 
Um, but like also make sure that like, you know, you guys don't live with anyone that's immunocompromised or is at high risk or, you know, so if you live with your family, like your parents don't do it. But if you live yeah. with like, you know, other roommates mm. that are like the same age that are younger and they're not, you know, then maybe. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to take Bart to hold hands with someone, make sure you wear gloves. <laughs> Protective hand holding is all I'm saying, you know. Yeah, Bart's Bart still running. Oh, yeah. Really? I think it has to be. What? It's an essential Protected hand holding, please. Yeah. Wow, that glove rule should be like before and after quarantine, though. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people are disgusting. Yeah. Like, it's funny how people don't always wash their hands. Like, at restaurants, it's like, please oh. wash your hands before going back to work. The worst like, is like when you're funny. in a meeting and then you watch them leave the bathroom and then you're just like, oh, I didn't hear the sink go. <laughs> I definitely did not hear the Cinco and you're just like, and then they try to sh interviewers like in, I had an interview once and I was like, I didn't want to shake their hand. So I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to pull the Asian excuse. <laughs> I just bowed. I was just like, well, I did not wash his hands. <laughs> because it was like one of those places where the sink was also outside. So you could, I watched them go from like the stalls straight to me. And I'm like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't touching those hands. I ain't touching those hands. Yo, yo, no. hey, elbow. No, <laughs> like, no, just like the whole like live long prosper thing will work too. Like, not even yeah, touching you. Like, you know, just like. Whoa. I can't do it, but yeah. I love how you you were literally going like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know how to do it. Maybe like stuff like something in between. I don't know, but like, how do you guys do it? Like my my fingers don't work it's that just, way. It's just it's just a it's a muscle thing. Oh. It's yeah, it's a muscle yeah. Thing. I don't know. Am it's I just, like retarded I... in some way? No, you're not. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Nah, it's I mean, some people can't. Uh, I don't know. I, actually, I don't have a... I get it. <laughs> You're just not as talented as we are, you know? Sorry. Wait, can I can I vent on this podcast? Uh, am I allowed to vent live? Fuck it. Yeah, it's an open I, dialogue. I mean... I, 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 actually, I want to get your thoughts. Um, do you think there's something... Something says about us in the ease at which we can... Um, we can ghost people? What do you guys think? Wait, wait, wait. Mm. what about ghosting? So, <laughs> so the idea of ghosting, right? Okay. Where we just go cold turkey and just stop responding. Yeah. Uh, on the one hand, you know, we don't really owe anyone a response, especially if the conversation is dry, if they're not putting in effort. On the oh. other hand, do you think it makes us kind of, you know, desensitized? Does it make us afraid of confrontation? What do you guys think? And especially during internet communication where there's red receipts and there's everything like that. I think that it definitely brings up a good point that no one wants, no no one knows how to confront each other anymore. No one knows how to deal with confrontation. So that's, I feel like that's one reason why people ghost is that they don't know how to communicate. Even through it, like they don't know, like we're, we don't live in a society where we, I mean, we're, we're getting there, but we don't live in a society where it's completely okay to be open about your emotions. It's completely okay to be vulnerable and talk about how you feel. And like, I feel like some people just don't like, don't know how to deal with their flaws and imperfections so what do they do is just they just ignore it so if, if like let's say i'm like someone's talking to me but then like they find out that they're closer with someone else like they would much rather just like ignore me and block me without telling me like what's up just so that they don't have to deal with that confrontation you know what i mean but and i don't have the right answers exactly of how to like you know um alleviate that other than as hopefully future parents we teach that to our kids and if and if anyone's like a teacher or going to be a teacher also teach that to your students that it's okay to like talk about how you feel and it's, it's okay to like um bring up any concerns that you might have because i know that growing up like 
there were multiple figures in my life where I just was too afraid to admit that I was fucking up. I was I was too afraid to admit that I was doing something wrong or that I made a mistake. I was too focused on coming up with a solution rather than apologizing and communicating it, which sounds like not related to a relationship, but it is though. Because if you don't know how to communicate your wrongdoings, then you also don't know how to communicate how you want to essentially just be friends with a person. You know what I mean? That's so true. I feel like there's there's like sometimes a hump that you have to go over to make things better. Yeah. And like if you put in that work. But I wanted to talk about ghosting sort of like in the lens of infidelity. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> not a real talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ha- I don't use like dating apps but I have a lot of friends like at my office just cuz we're so busy like working inside this one skyscraper there's like no chances to meet anybody so all yeah. my coworkers are on these dating apps and um a lot of girls I think or guys too but um people go on dating apps for that validation like you want to yeah. get likes oh, yeah, or yeah. in the case of like Hinge you can message somebody or like like somebody without having to mutually before you see that message and so i don't know would you call ghosting if like a guy messaged you and you matched with them but then you never messaged back or would you call ghosting i mean like, that's just dry conversation he's just like there's no beginning there's not no, like yeah so it's not it's not really ghosting yeah but like honestly like in Silicon Valley, literally for every one girl, there's like four to 10 guys by ratio in different cities. And like right. you have, when you're on dating websites, you know, it doesn't matter. As long as you're a woman, you will get swipes. Like that's how many guys are in the Bay Area. There's so little yeah. women. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, if I had if I had said there are so many messages that I've never, like, if there are messages that, you know, have messaged, but I never opened, because, you know, as a woman, you get so many swipes. So yeah. you, if you open every message, like, I don't have time for that. You know, <laughs> maybe I should make time for that. But, you know, as a woman, you just get so many matches. And literally, like, yeah. if I yeah. don't see, it's not like we're ghosting on you. It's just like, you want to respond, but we forgot your full name or we forgot <laughs> your full, your what your picture is. So we cannot find your message again. Like, yeah. I think, and then you're called an asshole for sport, or, you know, for ghosting when, Sometimes you can't even find your message again. That's how many messages women get on these apps. Yeah, and yeah, men don't understand that. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's ghosting. That's simply like, I guess you don't make information overload. Perhaps I don't know. I don't for me exhaustion from the yeah because I don't have time to find your name in that. Yeah, like, no, I, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, well, I'm totally yeah, okay Mary, with that. I'm sorry no, for good. all those men out there. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, like, listen, that's... no, I get it because some guys are like, hey, you up, W-Y-D, and like, <laughs> really? No, it's 2020? It's... That's what you're going with? No, it's it's completely fine because I, and I feel like as guys or men Don't you or dare, whatever, don't you dare text that. Don't text the Freezy. No, I'm not. No, because I, no, bitch, <laughs> all right, all right, bro, I'm I understand that. I understand that. Like, I've. I, I completely understand it because like I've I only consider it ghosting if we've established something like like past conversations because like I'm not gonna lie with quarantine I've been recklessly sliding in DMs just to practice oh. what it's like to flirt I don't care if they don't respond and th- and there's several times when like there's um the girl would like not respond like after like a day or two and I don't understand that because a 59k followers on Instagram. I totally understand. You probably have like several guys on your DM, but like it's everyone has their own lives to live. I don't always respond to messages like instantly either because I've got my own goals and shit to do, right? So for the guys yeah. out there, no offense, but if you're a simp, if you're like simping over girls and stuff, dude, like just know that like it really is like a numbers game and it's like not against you 
well sometimes it is but like it's not always against you if they don't respond if like the, the girl doesn't respond to you but like i mean but also it's not ghosting like i don't i don't want people to think that ghosting is just like when people don't respond it's like if you've established something like concrete like you've gone on like five dates like you know that you're like you've got goals going on you're trying to go somewhere and then suddenly they just don't talk to you that's ghosting. no but for see, me, you have to realize me. there's a easy but like you know honestly there's a quote in hindi that's like women they just like it's like train right where it's like for girls trains and um buses if one goes there are many more on their way you know i mm, yeah, yes yeah. ghosting sucks but you know i want people to be able to have a sense of self where like you know this one didn't work out guess what there's another one coming and let's not cry so much about it yeah maybe yeah, we're yeah. you know rebounding whatever you call it but at the same time ghosting happens and i'm sure they have their reasons but i think at the end of the day we need to focus on ourselves and like have a sense of who we are you know i mean yes you're always but... gonna be ghosted you can't control their behavior you know i know that's how i see it i mean yeah but i, I wouldn't I, but I, I totally agree that we that like if that yeah. happens you should totally like have something going for yourself so that you don't always you should never rely on someone else for happiness or anything yeah but yes like you also can't I'm not going to blame someone for being sad about it, though, because if it's someone that you've shared memories with and moments and like, 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 don't, you know, oh, yeah, okay, like, now I get it. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah. So like, yeah, don't, that's a little you should get over it eventually. But like, take your time to kind of like ease it out of your body and your heart or so whatever you want to say. You're expecting the other person to kind of ease the transition for you. No, I'm expecting the, the other person to let me know, like, hey, I've met someone else, or hey, I'm actually really busy and I don't know if I have time for this. Just to let me know, just to let, so, so that, like, I have peace of mind. So you're not left hanging there. Yes, yeah. because it's kind of like, like, no one wants to be ignored if you know that, no, you know definitely, what I mean? No, definitely, yeah. It's, like, it's mm -hmm. like if your best friend, if my best friend disappeared from my life, I actually, I would be so lost. Yeah, that sucks. I, yeah, I would be so lost if, like, my yeah. best friend wasn't here, so, you know but yeah well for the guys and girls who have message overload or don't want to get ghosted <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll set you on one-on-one -on -one blind dates and you know that they'll be there breezy let's go on a, let's go on a double blind breezy, yeah let's go on a double blind bro yeah oh this no i'm totally way, down like, to go if jennifer and steve if you like yeah jennifer and steve if you do host another like blind dating thing definitely let us know because me and ari are definitely down um, Wait, as a third wheel or like actually like you know <laughs> oh no like like we're <laughs> in it <laughs> yeah, i'll be your i'll be your fbi agent don't worry we're man. in it and then we're hey, gonna man. be like yo i called I, I, like i'm gonna say i'm i'm moving for business yeah yeah settle asian, <laughs> yeah, settle asian oh, dating mod reach out definitely we'll do the blind date across all settle asian dating yeah actually before we do wrap up um going back over to huddles room real quick um what are you guys as a uh, future plans with it are you do you guys already have like uh, something going on for like next week or yeah, so we're continuing our service with like the partnered groups that we have so far. Um, it's really encouraging to see returners help welcome the newbies. And overall, I think um, people are really seeing the benefit of connecting during quarantine. It's just a little lonely right now. So any yeah. social interaction is always nice. Um, yeah, I mean, for mods and admins who are looking to increase their community engagement, we create a tailored matchmaking service that so we can do blind dates or meet friends or meet professionals. Um, and actually, if you want to sign up, just go to huddlezoom.com. Say it one more time. Huddlezoom.com. And one more time for the people in the back. Huddlezoom.com. <laughs> <laughs> I just signed up. It's in the box somewhere. There should be an insert down there. Huddlezoom.com. Well, I think. Yeah, like, that... Penguin Huddle? 
Yeah. <laughs> group huddle. Group huddle. Group <laughs> huddle. So I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's episode. Jennifer and Steve, thank you guys so much for coming on to our show. I hope you guys had as much fun as we did. And to the audience, thank you for sticking around to um, talk about or listen to what we have to talk about with online dating and all that bullshit. So anyway, hope everyone um, has uh, some sort of takeaway from this conversation. And as always, wash your hands, stay home if you can, and Six have feet a good away. night. All right, six feet away. <laughs>